That's interesting. And I, I'm going to ask you because that's maybe a, a debate in the community. I don't know what you think about that. Do you think we have to linearize this nonlinear material and isotropic, or we just have to use them as editors? So I think definitely, given the the kind of way that we've been working as an engineering community, linearizing yeah. the behavior of the sensors does make a lot of sense. Um, but I think there's also another argument to be made for um, what new and interesting properties, what what behaviors can we get if we are using nonlinear sensors? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that that is kind of an emerging question or a, a question that's becoming of more importance as we're hitting, it feels in some ways, hitting the limits of how much we can linearize these sensors. Yeah. So um, if we're stuck with this behavior, if we've got this behavior and we can't do much about it, uh, what are some ways that we can subvert or use it to our advantage instead? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, for the modeling, again, I think I want to stress about the modeling of the smart material. Uh, do you think sometimes you have also to incorporate this dynamic changing behavior? Because sometimes when you look to the modeling, most of them geometric based, which is which doesn't capture uh, the dynamic behavior of the material or maybe empirical uh, parameters. So it's still you have to circumvent about how you can describe the system. Are you uh, advocating that or you advise a student to look for physics-based modeling or descriptive model for this nonlinear material? Yeah, so that's, uh, that's one of the first examples that I, I like to show yeah. my students of limitations of models when they, they come to work in my lab yeah. um, is asking them to go measure the, the strain response of uh, some of the silicone rubber based sensors that we have in the lab yeah. and say, okay, go measure it at this very low strain rate and then go measure it at this very high strain rate. Um, and of course, a, a, a perfectly linear model that doesn't take a time component into account will tell you that you should get the same response. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't at all. Uh, and so I think that um, thinking about incorporating some of this this behavior, like the viscoelastic effects, like yeah. um, the change in, in conductivity, change in percolation network conductivity as we as we strain the material or deform it is is going to be a really critical part of design going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so not only the, the geometry base, but also the time component. Yes, that's a very good point.